You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. And continuing with this evening's Q&A program brought to you by the Capital Group of Companies. Mufti Sahib, Surah As-Sajda. Does this surah have to be recited every night? Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. There are certain surahs which are sunnah or encouraged that we read at night. For example, Tabarakalladhi. So Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, it comprises 30 verses, chapter 67, and will intercede for the person on the day of justice. Likewise, hadith is sahih in Tirmidhi Sharif any time at night, or not only between Maghrib and Isha, like some people say. Any time at night, you can read, you must remember, Surah Alif Lamim Sazda, you read, and MashaAllah that you read, Tabarak Allahi, and so forth. So very, very good, you read that, that's a sunnah, and before sleeping so after Isha also if you read it it's fine and you read Surah Waqiyah Abdullah Masood radiallahu says Lam tusibhu faqa so you read Surah Yaseen Imam Malik rahimahullah has mentioned the hadith in his Mu'atta Man qara'a Yaseen fi laylatin ibtigha'a wajhillah whosoever reads Surah Yaseen anytime at night before Isha after Isha so ibtigha'a wajhillah solely only for the love and pleasure of all you'll be forgiven so like that mashallah there are certain surahs you read the main thing is this Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said Ahabbul a'amali ilallah adwamuha wa inqallah the most beloved action by Almighty Allah is the one where there is consistency whenever we have a meeting so like this morning we had a meeting so mashallah I always tell the team I want consistency consistency is the key to success so even if we do something little bit you read one surah but you read it every night after Maghrib or after Isha is much better than one week one month you read and then for 20-30 weeks you don't read so remember that usul and his sahih hadith in Muslim Sharif Habibuna sallallahu alayhi sallam said ahabbul a'mal the most beloved action by Allah jalla wala adwa muha where there is consistency although the quantity might be little bit but we continue every day so that you become the mahboob and the beloved of Almighty Allah Azza wa Jalla Mufti Sahib most recently there has been a compilation of surahs from the glorious Quran in Kareem is it advisable to purchase this particular question? Remember, the question is not so clear. Let me make the question clear. The Quran Sharif, you must remember, was revealed via the agency of Gabriel, the archangel, Jibreel, alayhi salam, to do the Mubarak, blessed heart of the Master, alayhi salam. There were two groups, two panels in front of the Master, alayhi salam. The group of Hufas, those who were memorizing, committing to memory, and the Master, alayhi salam, would dictate to the scribes, the Kutab, that, for example, Zaid bin Sabit, radiallahu anh, or, for example, Amir Muawiyah, radiallahu anh, and others, that write this verse, write it here in this surah, that surah. 
So the tartib of the noble Quran, the sequence of it, remember, is also with the command of Allah, with the command of Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Now in this belated day and age, now 2024, or the 15th century of Islam, 1445, some crooked guy comes and he says, no, we must now make the Quran according to the way it was revealed. So now what happens is that you have Iqra Bismi in the starting and you have Iza Ja in the ending and they did that for 86 surahs, the Makki surahs as they call. And the translation also is concocted and so forth. So all this is haram and that Molvi and Mufatya. You can't call these kind of people Muftis, the Mufatyas, Pellete, Mufti, Masail, Kebatane, Wale, Abbi, Mufti, Mufke, Kane, Wale. All Mighty Allah passes the verdict for such people, not me and you. Allah passes his verdict. Surah 4, you must remember that is Surah Nisa, verse 115. Whosoever goes and opposes the Master, alayhi salatu salam, Prophet Muhammad Mustafa, sallallahu after the truth and the hidayat and guidance has become manifest and clear, and they follow. Follow who? not the path of the believers they follow the worms and fancies they follow those people whose translation also is corrupted and confusion there so they follow not the path of the believers we let him continue with whatever he's doing for a little while thereafter we admit him and enter him straight into Jahannam and the hellfire what a horrible, terrible place. You can quote my fatwa to any Molvi, any Mufti, any part of the world. These kind of people and Molvis, Muftis are murtas out of the fall of Islam. These are the same characters they call the Masjid, the super spreader of virus. These are the same people who insulted Nabi alayhi salam. Allah forbid, Allah forbid, they said Nabi alayhi salam is pride and jealousy. These are the same people they said with the rabbis they in Dubai and so forth and they made iftar and so forth these are the same people you must remember that they sold the deen of Islam asked them publicly to say MBS is a murtad bin shaitan tell them to say publicly Shias a kuffar and then you will see so people who took the Quran Sharif and you go change the sequence of it and then you promote it and then you say you must buy it it's all haram to purchase it and such people people as haram. We have sent a hundred times that question out, you must remember certain people, Molvis and so and so, you can't read Salat behind them. So these people, yeah, remember to read. I'm warning you all, you, you practice is very good. You don't practice up to you. But tomorrow, because you invited them to your mosque, you invited them for your jalsas, you invited them, you must remember, for your jumma and all, then don't say nobody told you. You trustees will be guilty. You molvis will be guilty. And you all will become scholars for dollars. In nakum idam mithluhum. Because then you are part and parcel and accomplice in this crime. Why we say Israel alone is not 
not guilty. We say America is an accomplice. We say Britain is an accomplice. France, Germany, all are accomplices because they turn a blind eye and they give material support and so forth. So that is not only in the Bafi, Babi, Siyasa, in the chapter of politics, is across the spectrum. That do not cooperate and assist with sins and vices and transgression in all fields in Islam. Chapter 5, verse number 2. Who was the teacher of Imam Abu Hanifa and Imam Malik? So you must remember like that you will get hundreds of people you must remember who are teachers of Imam Abu Hanifa or Imam Malik and so forth and so on. So you must remember Imam Abu Hanifa's teacher, famous teacher was Imam Hamad and he had hundreds of other teachers and Jafar Sadiq was his teacher also and Jafar Sadiq was in Medina Munawwara so Imam Malik studied also. So like that you must remember that Imam Malik Rahimahullah, he studied you must remember by who Rabi Aturai and so many other scholars and so forth and so on so anyway if you study fiqh you study hadith you will find sometime the teacher becomes a student also you will see Imam Bukhari rahimahullah, says that I received this hadith from Imam Muslim or I received this hadith from this one here. But that person is a student, so you must remember that. So all this is, take Imam Malik is a teacher of Imam Muhammad bin Hassan Shaybani. But Imam Malik is a teacher of Imam Shafi also. And Imam Muhammad bin Hassan Shaybani is also Imam Shafi's teacher. So all these kind of things is nothing new in Islam. Remember that they had that zeal of learning from the womb to the tomb, from the cradle to the grave. Hmm. If a traveler joins the the Asr Jamaat, the Dhuhr Asr or the Isha Jamaat uh, late and he misses three rakats, how does he complete his Salah now? Remember that once you join, you're a traveler, Musafir, and you join the Imam in Zohar, Asr, or Isha, then you can't be reading two rakats because the Imam is a resident Imam. So whether you must one rakat or two rakats or three rakats or four rakats, you must read four rakats. You can't just read two and make salam and then you go away. Your salat is null and void because you're reading salat behind a local resident imam. So you must follow the resident imam. If you're following a musafir imam, then it's fine. I am a musafir. I am the imam. And you are behind me, you Musafir. So after two rakats, I make salam, you make salam. And the other brothers who are local, so they must stand up and complete their two rakats on their own. So that is how you must understand it. But you, some brothers, the crazy guys, that when you must want to take a perfect example. So now you must remember, you must understand three rakats, like the example you gave. And it's Zohar or Asar or Isha. So you read one more rakat and you make salam. You say, I'm musafir. Your salat is totally null and void and not permissible. You must repeat it. And if you did that for 50 salats, 100 salats, you have to repeat all that 50, 100 salats. Therefore, jahalat, ignorance, is a big musibat. And therefore, Quran Sharif teaches us Surah 20, Surah Taha, verse 114. And what will you find? Rabbi zidni ilma. Nothing else in the Quran. Mustafa Rasulullah was commanded to ask for more and more and more beside knowledge remember that 
مفتی سعد نینی آکیسو وانتو بیوین فر دا فیری فرس تایم تو سکول ان تو مدرسه پیرنس ار فیری انکشیس وات ادوائز وات ادوائز فر دا پیرنس مفتی سام سو ایم تیکی اباوت دا فرس تایم ای وینت یل انسترین تو مدرسه او سکول ای ریمیمبر دیش تو سین دا پویسا بکوز دی نیو ای رن اوی فرم دی یل انسترین بکوز ای ویری سپایلت یل انسترین می پیرنس یل دی یوستو سپایل می لات سو ای ریمیمبر ایف ای گو دی تو سکول looking i just go away run away from there so yes this is something natural because we spoil our children and so forth and so on but to be really honest you know this whole school system this western system and even muslim school they just use muslim title and all that but they put some subjects but the aim is to get that matric certificate and all If you ask me, a Muslim school, government school, which is better, I'll tell you Muslim school. If you ask me a Muslim school and a homeschooling, so I'll tell you homeschooling is the best. Three-quarter, half the subjects they teach you in your school, Muslim school, all nonsense, you must remember that. It will never help you in life. You learn the history of South Africa. We learned about Simon van der Stel and Ayan van der Riebeek and about Peter, Paul Kruger, Om Paul and all. What did it help us in life? Nothing hopeless useless now you must remember so choose those subjects that will become an asset in your life you must remember that and see how far you will go in life so even in our islamic sciences so i, I give you my lesson right so you must remember we were finishing bukhari sharif the year 1400 and the month is rajab shaban and you must remember this was 1980 Hazrat Mufti Mahmud Saab of Pakistan, he was a giant of a scholar, and he passed away in that year. Our Bukhari Sharif Khatam was the last Khatam he made. So this was in the year 1400, 1980, Hazrat Mufti Mahmud Saab, Pakistani. Not Mufti Mahmud Saab, who's buried in South Africa. He is Hazrat Mufti Mahmud Hassan al-Gungohi. He's also our teacher. He gave us permission for hadith in it. So Hazrat Mufti Mahmud, Pakistani, who was the Ra'is of the Wifaq at that time, they have all the madrasas there in Pakistan, hundreds and thousands. So while teaching, he stopped a little while. And I was sitting right in front. And he said that I was so happy. I even, you know, just jerked the guy next to me. I gave him a shot with my elbow. I said, listen, what I told you, you don't listen to me. See, Mufti Hazrat Mufti Sahib said, Hamare Nisab mein ye baas kitab hai, sullam hai, ye hai, wo hai. Isko nikal de jaiye. Ye bilkul bekaar kitab hai. But Hamare log sunte nahi. Hazrat is the head of the association of the Madaris and the Darlums. And he said that we got certain books on logic and philosophy. And it's waste of time, you must remember, got nothing to do with Islam and so forth. Outdated and half the information there also is not correct and so forth. So I was so happy when he said that because I used to tell them, me, I don't want to do these kitabs. We learned logic, everything in school. So we didn't do all this. And then when Mufti Sahib said this, So therefore, I'm saying, even in our Islamic sciences, Quran we must do, tafsir, hadith, all that, fiqh we must do. But there's logic and all these things, philosophers, half of it is fairy tales and not even correct half of it. You must remember that. Our Ustad, Hazan Mufti Sahib, Hazan Mufti Zalak Sahib, Bar Hame Sun Chakao, Ke Bohot Se Kitab Is Fan Mein Jo Hai, It's just waste of time. You must remember, Dima Wakku Zaya Karna, It's just wasting your time. So that is what I mean. You must remember that. So we have to 
sift out which kitabs and what we should are doing. You, the parent, go to such ulama, say, which kitab should I really teach and give? And you should be spending time with your children. That wherever you are, when I went to America, it was a very big thing in 2000. Now it's much more homeschooling. They did read more for the cost factor and that. But today it's more important for you to do it because of the environment. Anywhere you go, you go to school, you go to varsity, college, the environment is a toxic society. Adam and Steve are busy on the street there and all that. Then Adam and Eve are busy and all these kind of things there. So how can you ever be surviving in such a rotten and toxic society? So we need to therefore say the Maryam, say Mary the Virgin, Maryam al-Azra, Mary the Virgin, Maryam al-Batul. Batul means, you must remember, al-Munqatiya ani rijal, the lady who moved away from a toxic society and went to a pure and a chaste place and so forth. So that is my advice to you all. You should then give direction, orientation to your students and so forth. Even the students who come to Madrasa, that I told you yesterday or when it was or this morning I can't remember now so remember the first hadith in Bukhari Sharif Bukhari Sharif Mishkat Sharif Riyadu Salihin Bukhari, Mishkat, and Riyadu Salihin, three different giants and scholars, they brought the hadith in Namal A'malu bin Niyat. Why? A lesson for the teacher, a lesson for the student. What is your intention? J.C. Niyat, V.C. Baraka. If your intention is really good, that will bear fruition and you will see the results. If your intention is really concocted and that, it won't last, you must remember that. You get humiliated, disgraced by the same people you're trying to impress and so forth. Sufyan Thawri, Rahimamullah, I have his book, you understand, Sheikh Abdul Halim Mahmoud wrote a masterpiece. So Sheikh Abdul Halim Mahmoud wrote Sufyan Thawri, Amir al-Mu'mineen fil Hadith. In there he writes that when he's to address the students and ulama, he's to say, Ya Milhal Ummah. Oh, you ulama students, you are the salt of this ummah. If the salt, it gets rotten, you go and make all rotten decisions, change the Quran sequence, and you say the masjid is a super spreader of the virus. So, So what are you then? We can't call you a scholar, we'll call you a dollar. So you must remember that. So that is what he means. The food itself will be totally rotten and everything else. So similarly, he used to say, Initially, when we studied in a madrasa, darulum, jamia, whatever, so our intention was not 100% pure. But the barakah of Quran Sharif, the barakah of Sunnat and Nabawiyah, the barakah of Fikul Islami, then the nur, the radiance, effulgence saturated our hearts, and then our intention came solely, only for the love of Allah. Jalla Imam Sufyan Thawri, Rahimamullah, Imam Abu Hanifa were all contemporaries. Imam Abu Hanifa passed away 150, he passed away 148, and so so remember that and is to have academic discussions and if you read you must remember that then you will find one usul one principle inna makhtalafu li ajlil haq 
They used to debate, they used to discuss, they used to deliberate for the sake of truth. They would not differ in truth. The truth came same time there and there they make ruju and they withdraw their original fatwa. Imam Shafi'i rahimahullah, if you know the fiqh Shafi'iyah, when he was, he was born in the year 150 in Gaza, Till 199, he was still in this part of the world, in Iraq, and first Makkah, first Gaza, then Makkah, and Iraq, and all. He never visited Egypt then to settle. That was in 199, the last four or five years. Then he found more and more ahadith and so forth and so on, and then he made ruju, and he started withdrawing, retracting his original fatwa. In the Shafi'i school, they'll tell you only 17 fatwa verdicts of his, according to the Qawla Qadim, his old fatwa. And majority of his verdicts, remember, Qawla Jadid, after he migrated to Egypt. So that is what the fuqaha, the jurists, and they do, always looking and searching for the truth right till the last breath. That is what we are lacking. We just sit on our laurels and think of Adi and think we understand Deen. It doesn't work that way. I'm going to Surah Al-Ma'idah, Surah number 5, and Ayah number 3. When was Al-Yawma Akmaltu Lakum Deenakum, and on which occasion were these ayats revealed? Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam left Medina Munawwara on the 25th of Zulqada, entered Makkah Mukarramah on the 4th of Zilhijjah. It was the 10th year of the Hijrah and it was a Friday the 9th of Zulhijjah. 10th year after Hijrah, the day of Arafah. So it was on the day of Arafah. It was after Asr. And remember, these Mubarak verses were revealed to the Master, alayhi So it shows that we know the time, we know the place, we know the occasion, we know everything. Therefore, Sayyidina Umar radiallahu told the Jutla, you don't come and teach me about this. I was there present when these verses were revealed and so forth and so on. So remember thus that our deen is complete. But the finishing touches were put by the Khulafai Rashidin. Therefore Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu some authentic hadith in Abu Dawood ibn Majah. Alaykum bi sunnati. You must follow my way. Wa sunnatil Khulafai Rashidin al-Mahdiin. Sayyidina Abu Bakr radiallahu took the whole Quran Sharif and it was written on paper. From that time it was called Mus'haf. Umar Farooq is Awaliyat. Awaliyat Umar. So remember that. How many things he introduced into Islam? Can anybody in his right mind say it was Bid'ah? Nobody can say that. 20 rakats, Tarawih and all this type of thing. So it's Sunnah 100%. Therefore all four schools agree on it and so forth. And then Sayyidina Usman radiallahu an, and the first Azan that we have nowadays day in Durban 10 past 12, quarter past 12. Yeah, by us the Azan we have 20 past, 25 past, up past 12. So that Azan was introduced by Sayyidina Usman radiallahu an. In time of Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, time of Shaykhain, Sayyidina Bakr, Sayyidina Umar radiallahu anhuma, the Azan, day before the khutbah, Arabic khutbah, that was the only Azan. 
This what we call the first azan was introduced by him, Sayyidina Usman radiallahu anh. So that is why that hadith must be brought always when you discuss al-yawm akmaltu lakum dinakum. So the foundation and all that was done by the master, salam, and the finishing touches by the khulafai rashidin. Hazrat Mufti Rizal Haqsab yesterday gave us the categories of sahaba. He said the afdal, 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 the best of the best and the cream of the crop sahaba are khulafai rashidin. And then come ashram mubashara and then come ashab badr so we must know all these type of things we don't even know these type of basic things you know and then we want to discuss islam is very sad you know jazakallah khairan to mufti sahib for this evening's q and a program brought to you by the capital group of companies and after the break inshallah we will be going to kuruman and we will give you more about that after the break Allahumma ighfir lil muslimina wal muslimat Allahumma ighfir lil muslimina wal muslimat wal mu'minina wal mu'minat al ahya'i minhum wal amwat Allahumma ansur ikhwanana al muslimina fi kulli makan اللهم انصر إخواننا المسلمين في فلسطين اللهم انصر إخواننا المستضعفين في فلسطين Tafsir. Who is Allah Jalla wa'ala? The more the Quran reminds us, the better it is for us. The parable and example of those people who do not remember Allah, do not make zikr of Allah, is like a dead person. So, min rahmatillah, run away from the mercy of Allah. You will see the people dashing and running towards the Baytullah. The Muslim today does not want to read the Quran. And the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi cries to Allah. Ya Rabbi, that same Allah gave us freedom of choice. They just see and hear the word Islam and then they bring the coup d'etat. They start the wars and everything because war is big business. You are burning the Quran. What will you do with our Hafiz? With Mufti A.K. Hussein from 1.30 to 2 p.m. Central African time. I was a grapevine in Palestine Where I lived with a family on a farm Every day before dawn the roosters would call Before Fajr Salah was performed Then labor and soil in the field so in seed We would witness the farm transform I was a grapevine in Palestine where I lived with a family on a farm. Then the day came I will never forget when they pulled our roots from the soil. They slashed every vine and they chopped every tree, every chicken inside they killed. I was a grapevine in Palestine and I have a story to tell. The farmers watched in vain, filled with tears and pain, as the bullets went flying in. Oh, what a price to pay, pay for this land, this land of Palestine. 
I was a grapevine in Palestine, where I lived with a family on a farm. I was a grapevine in Palestine, where I lived with a family on a farm. This is Q&A. Send us your question on 084-786-3132. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and welcome to this evening's Q&A program brought to you by the Capital Group of Companies. Well, once again, we go to Kuruman and Mufti Saab here. There's 91 people that are waiting for the Shahada, 35 males, 56 females. Affidavit is done. They are ready and waiting. And this is from Brother Ibrahim Anderson. Mufti Saab. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Gee, very good to our brother Ibrahim Anderson. He sent the message to Hafizwadi and to myself. You read it there. Quickly, just to give you some info, last week, Monday night, with Hafiz Wadi, Jazakallahu Khairan, 216 people embraced Islam. Yesterday, with Hafiz Wadi, we had 17 people embracing Islam. Is that correct, Hafiz? 17. Yesterday. I'm not too sure. Yesterday. Yeah, yeah, 17. And then today, 91. You must remember that. So all, all, Allah, Jalla, yes, 17 people, I've got it there. So, mashallah, today is 91 people. Kuruman, the way you know where's Kuruman. Kuruman is in the Northern Cape. It's very hot there. And, mashallah, the breakdown is 35 males, 56 females. Come, my brothers, sisters, and we thank the Capital Group. They sponsor all these programs. Allah, Jalla, wala, reward our Haji Muhammad Ikhlas and his team. Allah, reward all the directors of Radio Al-Ansar International and directors of Sirius FM as well. You, mashallah, 91 brothers, sisters, you, my brother Lukolo, you make, how many parts you making? Four? Two. All right, you're making two parts and then make this clip, please, right? So then we will send it out. So two parts will come to you in the podcast with our new logo there with the mic and all that with Hafiz Wadi. It looks so nice. Allah reward our Hafiz Abdullah, mashallah. So come you, my brothers, sisters, there in Kuruman. I like that name, Kuruman. So the people from there, they go to Nabibia fishing and all that, right? Read all of you after me. Asha Hadu, Asha Hadu. Allah, Allah, Ilaha, Ilaha, Illallahu, Illallahu, wa ashahadu, wa ashahadu, Anna, Anna, Muhammadan, Muhammadan, Abduhu, Abduhu, wa Rasuluh, wa Rasuluh. MashaAllah, you are Muslim, you are Muslimah, all of you have entered the fall of Islam. The Quran Sharif, Allah is saluting you, giving glad tidings. Chapter 8, verse 38. قُلْ لِلَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا إِيَّنْتَهُ يُغْفَلْ لَهُمْ مَا قَدْ سَلَفْتَ Tell the non-Muslims, once you embrace Islam sincerely, lovingly, willingly, your sins of the past are all forgiven. you like newborn baby. رَحْمَةُ لِلْعَالَمِينَ Mustafa sallallahu when the people were non-Muslims embrace Islam they would ask what about all the vices murder rape and alcohol and zina fornication adultery we committed Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would say innal islam yahdimu ma kana qabla Islam expunges and erases the sins of the past but obviously if there's hukukul ibad you owe people money or you have the trust and amana 
hundred of people, all that must be paid and returned and so forth. So we must draw a distinction between that. And then you, Brother Ibrahim Anderson, Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam addressed Sayyidina Ali radiallahu ta'ala and then said, Ya Ali, la ayya hadiyallahu bika rajulan wahida khairu laka min humri na'am is better for you if one person embraces Islam because of your efforts than the red, red camels, hadith in Bukhari Sharif. So better for you than all the red Ferraris and Porsche and Lamborghinis and, uh, you know, Rolls Royce and Cadillacs and whatever else we can think of. So how much reward you are getting, my brother, our roving ambassador. If you were here now, we should kiss your hand, kiss your forehead, mashallah. How Allah took you out, Christian, pastor, and then you embrace Islam. With Allah's help, you were instrumental in that. And today you become the roving ambassador of Islam. So that is what we need. Habibuna Rasulullah Nurani message and message of radiance, effulgence, spreading throughout the world. Sirajam Munira. Chapter 14, verse 1. Zulumati So come, my brothers, sisters, let's read the translation and then we'll make dua, inshallah, and then carry on till 10 o'clock. Uh, now you, the brothers, sisters, this is the translation. I bear witness, I bear witness that truly, I bear witness that truly there is none, there is none worthy, worthy of worship, of worship, except Almighty Allah, except Almighty Allah. And I also bear witness, and I also bear witness that the Prophet Muhammad that the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, peace be upon him, was, is, will always be, was, is, will always be the last and the final, the last and the final prophet and messenger, prophet and messenger of Almighty Allah. MashaAllah, 91 brothers, sisters, they in Kuruman. So Allah Jalla Wala keep us, keep you, all of us steadfast on Iman and Islam. We love what Iman and Islam and you must learn all the basics and everything about Islam and inshallah you practice on it and then you teach others also so every day learn something new about Islam inshallah Aziz. Alhamdulillah show them my brother Ibrahim Anderson to raise their hands and we make dua Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen Wassalatu wassalamu ala ashtafil anbiya mursaleen Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa ashabi ajma'een Allah majalna hadiyeen mahdiyeen muwafaqeen maqbooleen fil alami kullihi ya rabbal alameen Allah mathabitna ala al-eeman wa amitna ala al-eeman wa ahshurna yawm al-qiyamati mal-eeman Allah mabarik lana fi al-maut wa fima ba'd al-maut tawaffana muslimin wa alhiqna bishwadai wa salihin ghayra khazaya wa la nadama wa la maftunin qala Allah ta'ala fi shani habibi inna Allah wa malaikatahu yusalluna ala al-nabi ya ayuwa الذina amanu sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima Allahumma salli wa sallim wa barik ala sayyidina wa habibina wa shafiina Muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Ya Allah you chose us that we can propagate this deen of Islam the religious Islam to all four parts of this world Ya Allah Allahumma laka shukru kullu Allahumma laka alhamdu kullu this is the barakah the wasila of rahmatul alameen Mustafa صلى الله عليه وسلم
Allah. Ya Allah, tell our last breath, accept us for your deed. Allah maj'alna maqbooleen fil alami kullihi, ya Rabbil alameen. Ya Allah, those who are the hasideen, the haqideen, the mufsideen, give them hidayat, ya Allah. If there's no hidayat for them, you decimate and destroy them, ya Allah. Rabbin surni ala al-qawmil mufsideen. Rabbin surna ala al-qawmil mufsideen. Allahumma inna naj'aluka fi nuhurihim wa na'udhu bika min shururihim. Allahumma jal tadbirahum tadmirahum ya rabbal alameen. Ya Allah, the jutlas, the haramis, the super terrorists. If there's no hidayat for them, humiliate them, punish them, and remove them from Masjid al-Aqsa. Allahumma akhrijhum azillatan saghireen. Ya arhamar rahimeen. Allahumma inna nas'aluka min khayri ma sa'alaka minhu nabiyyuka wa habibuka Muhammadun sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa na'udhu bika min sharri mas'adha minhu nabiyyuka wa habibuka Muhammadun sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa anta al-musta'an wa alayka al-balaq wa la hawla wa la quwwata illa billahi al-alil azim ya Allah grant our mujahideen our Hamas our Taliban and mujahideen victory in all parts of the world decimate and destroy the enemies of Islam the Jutlas and Americans and whoever else ya Allah our beloved parents our beloved teachers who are instrumental in our life ya Allah our muhsineen all those helping us ya Allah you reward them fi dunya wal akhirah rabbana taqabbal minna rabbana taqabbal minna innaka anta samir alim ya Allah you reward our brother Ibrahim Anderson barpur barpur ya Allah give him the maximum optimum reward fi dunya wal akhirah the capital group give them more and more capital in iman islam health wealth Subhana Rabbika Rabbil Izzati Amma Yusifun Wa Salamuna Mursaleen Walhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Ameen, Ameen, Ameen When you make dua, always say Ameen yourself also Mufti Sahib, by reciting the first karima La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Would that also bring one into Islam and also believing in the karima? Yes, you must remember, but it's better to read the second one. Why? Because in the first one, you're only speaking of Tawheed. La ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah. But we must say that Shahadatain, Ashadu Allah ilaha illallah, wa Ashadu anna Muhammadun abdu Rasulu. So if you taught the person La ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah, and he says he's Muslim, but you have to teach him what are the articles of faith. He must be believe in all the prophets, you must believe, you must remember, in all the angels, must believe in all the Kutubi Arsa, Samawiya, the divine scriptures, and so forth. But we must tell the but the clergy and the rabbis and them have corrupted it nowadays and so so to make a person enter into the fall of Islam then we should tell them rather to read Ashhadu Allah ilaha illallah wa ashhadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluh there are certain uh, governments um, standing with Palestine with you know corrupt beliefs and deviated beliefs and uh, believe that there is some agenda what what what, does, what, what can Mufti Saab advise on this? We need not be, you understand, hiding the truth. And oh, we must speak straight. What this person is trying to ask is this: that they are the Houthis, they are Shias. They are Hezbollah, they are Shias. This Iran, they are Shias, and they're helping the Palestinians more than the Sunnis. I mean, we have to admit that there's nothing we must hide and so forth. So, what is the Shia agenda? Everybody got an agenda. 
The Shia's agenda is this, that they say we want to take Masjid al-Aqsa and then slowly, slowly we will go and present our Shia agenda and then we will come for the Haramain Sharifin. Khomeini wrote this clearly in his book. We want to be in charge of the Haramain Sharifin. You must remember that. If we want to be in charge of Makkah Medina and that is their ultimate aim. You must remember this kind. So now Palestine is a cause that can bring the whole Ummah together and so forth and so on. So yes, they are helping the Palestinians and the hadith speaks of this in Bukhari Sharif Mustafa sallallahu alayhi sallam said inna Allah la yu'ayidu hadha deen bi rajul al-fajir so this person admits that the Shias are kuffar and so forth the deviated beliefs and so forth but he's wondering how come they are helping because they have a hidden agenda and they want so far in Gaza Palestine there's no Shias and remember but they want to infiltrate and so forth and spread the show you and so forth and if you look at Sheikh Ahmed Yasin, you must read about him. He started this, he, Dr. Abdul Aziz Rantisi, and them in 1987. 2004, they were martyred, murdered by Ariel Sharon, the butcher of Beirut. He had to stay in Sakarat for eight years before dispatched to hell forever. That is Ari, Ariel Sharon, like how they call Benjamin Netanyahu Bibi. So you must remember that all these are facts nobody can deny. That time, Sheikh Ahmed Yasin said, none of you must get deceived by the Shias. Shias are non-Muslims and out of the fall of Islam. So you must remember that. Salahuddin Ayyubi, before he liberated Palestine, he got rid of the Shias. Go read about it there. Therefore, the Shias will never take his name because they know what he did to them. So we have to purge the Ummah. Now turn the ball the other way around. MBS, the Murtad bin Shaitan in Saudi Arabia, what you think he wants? So he says we're going to normalize ties with Israel with certain conditions. There must be an independent state of Palestine. That is for public consumption. Second one is thus. I must be in charge. Hi, I'm in charge of Haramain Sharifain. I am Khadimul Haramain Sharifain, my father is, but I run the show. I'm the de facto leader. You are Khainul Haramain Sharifain. You're a traitor to the Haramain Sharifain. You know Khadim and all that. You Khadim America. You are Khadim Israel, yes. You can call yourself that. And remember that he cut the deal with Israel and he said this King Jordan, the King Abdullah of Jordan and that we can just push him aside and so and we can just buy off the people and authorities with money I got billions and billions and trillions of dollars already it happened in the past if you know the real politics but the ummah don't read today 80% of the ummah ignorant jail ummah don't understand deen don't understand politics don't understand Quran nothing they just carry on Hollywood Bollywood Robin Hood Tiger Hood Shaitan Hood that's the life of the Muslim today if you know the real politics in Urdun, in Jordan, he had a half-brother. So there's King Abdullah. The Saudis were giving him money, and they wanted he must go, and he must go and bring a coup d'etat. 
against his brother, half-brother there, King Abdullah. He got his spies and everything, and then the Saudi ambassador, embassy, and all were involved in so many things. So you must remember, and then the ties between Saudi and Jordan really, really went very bad. The Saudis had to send an envoy to apologize, and then they patched things up and that. What was all that about? It was to marginalize the Jordanian regime and King Abdullah. And I got nothing to do with Abdullah, and I'm just telling you what happened. And the end of the day, it was that I, the Saudi regime, and him, MBS, must be Khadimul Masjid al-Aqsa as well. So that is what he wanted. But we say you can be in charge of Makkah, Medina, but you still kafir. You still, you see, Quran says, Aja'altum Sikayat al-Hajj wa Imarat al-Masjid al-Haram the people were in charge of Zamzam the people were in charge of the Baytullah were the Muslim Pakka Kufar they were Quran says that so that doesn't make you a Muslim Muslim is he who defends Makkah Mukarramah Medina Munawwara defends the Muslims not put them into jail when they speak the truth Sheikh Sali Ali Talib said don't visit the cinemas you harami murtad you go put him for 10 years in jail and you come tell me you Muslim so remember this type of thing that is the real agenda so Saudis got agenda they want a control and custodianship of Majid al-Aqsa. Shias want to start this way. Yeah, first we take Majid al-Aqsa, then we'll come to Medina, and there are a lot of Shias there in Medina Munawwara. Then we come to Makkah. So all Harami's got a hidden agenda. Remember that. What is the difference between the Makki surahs and the Madani surahs? In the Quran Sharif, I just open anywhere now, right? So I open here now in Surah Ahzab. So when you open Surah Ahzab, it's written there Surah 33, and it's written there 73 verses, and then it's written Madaniyah. So Madaniyah don't mean it was revealed in Medina. It means it was revealed Ba'd al-Hijrah, after the migration. And remember, if Makkiyah, then it means it was revealed before the migration. So if a verse was revealed in Makkah, or in Mina, or Arafat, like during the Hajj in the tenth year of the Hijrah, it was revealed in Makkah, or surroundings of Makkah, but it was classified as a Madani verse. Why? It was revealed revealed after the hijrah so that is your this this is your separating line how you distinguish between makki and madani so you must remember that that when you study then you say that surah baqarah has got how many verses so 286 you must remember that so what happens is this when it's got 286 verses so to break it up to make it easy for you so you take 86 you must remember verses were revealed so there in makkah mukarramah and then 28 were revealed there in madina munawwara so that's an easy way to remember it you must remember that 286 and if you just go to the starting you understand surah fatiha and you go to surah baqarah right in the beginning so surah fatiha makkiyah and surah baqarah madaniyah so there you got the answer already fatiha was revealed before the migration surah baqarah was revealed after the migration so that is how you will understand it what's the difference uh, with the qunut uh, the Qunut Nazila and the Dua Qunut that the Hanafis read. 
So remember that, yeah, people confuse the issues. One is kunud that you read every day in your witr salat and so forth. So that the Hanafis read Allah mayna nasta'inuka and so forth. So that is mentioned in the marasir of Imam Abu Dawood and so forth. And you must remember one is the kunud that the Shafis read every day in Fajr salat and so forth. So Allah mahdina fi man hadayt wa afina fi man afayt. And one is Qunud and Nazila, Ali Musibatin Nazalat al Muslimin, a calamity, catastrophe has befallen the Muslims. Like now, what calamity has fallen on Gaza and on Palestine and on Syria and Libya and so many the Rohingya Muslim, Burmese Muslims, and so many other places Muslims are really suffering. So therefore we implore and we beg the honorable Imams at least once a day Fajr time and they read Qunud and Nazila or Maghrib time. Hadith in Bukhari Sharif, Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi read Qunud Fajr time, Maghrib time. And then Nabi Alayhi Salatu curse the enemies and so forth and remember that for one whole month the master alayhi salatu salam made kunud and then he left it out so the kunud fajr time the shafi is say otherwise hanafis humbleis malikis they say no only shafi is say if you want kitabs on this that shafi is alone and the others on the other side al masailulati in farada biha shafi iduna ikhwatiba ibn and remember just today in the afternoon one student of mine say he just came back from Umrah and there he heard you must remember if you eat camel meat then you must go make hudu I said these are the Salafi characters you know so according to Imma Arba'a four schools only Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal says that if you want the wonderful book on that go get the book Al-Fathur Rabbani Allah Mufradati Ahmad bin Hanbal Shaybani where Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal is one side and the Shafi'is Maliki's Hanafi's on the other side and this is also one issue like that for example you eat camel meat you must make wudu compulsory that is Hanbali Fatwa Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal Hanafi Shafi'is and Maliki say it's nothing compulsory if you want to do it it's fine you don't do it the Hadith is what based on Mustahab or is mansukh and abrogated and so forth. So like that you get, you must remember, in all schools you will get some fatawa, they alone completely. So that is how you must understand it. We say Jazakallah khairan to Mufti Sahib for this uh, tonight's Q&A program. And those of you that still have questions, Mufti Sahib will give you the time for tomorrow morning's Q&A. And remember, this particular no, program is open to those that belong to other faiths. And any questions that you may have about Islam, you may, you're most welcome to send in WhatsApp messages on 084-786-3132. Those out of South Africa, plus 2784-786-3132. Mufti Sahib, with the conclusion. If you got uh, any questions still asked, we made dua already. Query, carry on the questions right till 10 o'clock. Okay. Muftisab, this one final question that has come in. It says that Muftisab is correct what Muftisab is saying about Saudi. And it says, My aunt, who is a teacher in Saudi, got fired for wearing the Palestine scarf, Muftisab. 100%. You must remember these people, they love Israel, they love America much more than they love Muslims and Palestine. I told you, I, my fatwa is this you agree, don't agree is your business. We speak the truth, you like, you 
you don't like. We don't carry favor with any person, any organization, any politician, any government. Remember that. You should know that by now. So you must remember that. I say, with Allah's help and Allah's mercy, MBS is a pakka 100% murtad. Waman shakka fi kufrihi fa murtad. And you got doubt regarding the issue of MBS being out of the fold. You say, no, 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 he's Muslim. Then you yourself, you murtad. You go out of the fold of Islam. So that is our fatwa on that issue there. Imagine you wear a Palestinian scarf. You go and make dua for Gaza loudly. Oh, you, the imams of the haram, they can't make. I translate every week. I can't remember when last I heard the imam taking the word Yehud. Oh, you must remember cursing them. And that's before every day, every Friday, they used to curse them. Allahumma alayka bil Yehudi al-Zalimin al-Muhtallin al-Ghasibin. Allahumma harrid al-Majid al-Aqsa min al-Yehudi al-Ghasibin. Allahumma akhrijhum adhillatan saghirin. So all these kind of words they used to use. And now you just speak of Palestine, there's that, they'll peck you up and send you out because the boot licking must go on you must remember that this is the shame and the disgrace and the humiliation for the ummah one billion and one harami running the show there so in the haramain sharifain and so forth what a disgrace but the actions are like that people in Makkah don't read five daily salat ask your South Africans how many of them went there and they must salat inside the haram the men ask them they just read in some hotel or they say no it's closed you must remember this and so forth no effort is made you must remember that let me go early hey, just read here and there some will sleep in masalat and so forth story time many many years ago I can't remember exactly so these two youngsters still today they joke with me so I told them there were two million hajis and there were two tourists so it was a Friday, Jumma Salat. So we went for Jumma, came back. I was on the fifth floor, sixth floor, whatever. They were on the second, third floor. So I came back. I did my family. So I told them that I phoned them. I say, come for lunch. They say, huh? Huh? I say, you guys sleeping or what? They say, yeah. I say, you're late, Jumma. I say, come here now. They came. I gave them good hiding day in Makkah. Gave them a good slap, you know. I say, I'm phoning your father now. You must book your ticket. You must go home. You didn't come for Hajj yet. So they till now, they remember the hiding I gave them in Makkah. So I told them two million Hajjis came and two tourists came, you see. So why? Whole night shopping. Run around here, run around here. From Fajr time, sleep pass. How many azans go? Jumma azan go. The second azan go. The ikama goes. And these motors fast asleep. Right in Makkah. So what do you say? Not Azizia, Makkah, Makkah proper. How many people this kind of things happen? So we must understand this. So when our actions, which house doesn't have a TV there? So you must remember. And everything goes on, you must remember. You will get the fatwas, there's halal and all these type of things. So when we bring all the vices, garku ag laggai, garki chiraqse. So what you, you expect rulers like this, murtads to run the show there. Yesterday I made dua, today also I make dua. Allah, and I'm telling you now, and we concluded. Allahumma alaik, Allahumma alaik, ala Saud, kama ahalakta adaw wa Samud. You see? 
So Allah must destroy this MBS and all of them. Inshallah, Aziz, and protect the Haramain Sharifain and Majlul Aqsa. Inshallah, next up will be Hafiz Yusuf Kala, and thereafter, our Honorable Ustad, Azad Mufti Rizal Haksab's talk yesterday in Bedford View. Wonderful talk, you ulama, students, and all of you listen to it, whether you know Urdu or not. So my translation, Hazrat said I was translate, so I had to translate, so Inshallah. So Hazrat is speaking, and then I'm translating, listen to it. So first, Hafiz Yusuf Kala, and then Mashallah, Hazrat Mufti Rizal Haksab, and then Inshallah, then I'll sit and wait for my brother Lukolo. He'll send me the podcast two parts, and the club where our 91 brothers, sisters embrace Islam in Kuruman, courtesy of Brother Ibrahim Anderson. Jazakallah khair and Hafiz Wadi, and you, my brother Lukolo, make sure you use the new cover with a nice one, right? Mm. With Hafiz Wadi, Hafiz Wadi, last week I told him, he said, hey, where's my name? <laughs> so Hafiz Wadi, don't worry, we put your name down on, inshallah. Jazakallah khair, tomorrow morning, 4 o'clock, Fajr Azan, inshallah, with Brother Shafat Ahmad Khan and Junaid Mota and Riaz, and then the, Asa, the Azan, and then the this thing to us, and then I'll come, the program will start at around 4.10, 4.09, 4.10, because Fajr Salat is getting later and later now, so I have to wait till our time enters, and then I read sunnahs, and then I come down. Jazakallah khairan, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. We say shukran wa alaykum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh to the Mufti Sahib as well as to the directors and the sound engineers of the various radio station and the esteemed listeners as well of the various radio station. Until next time we say wa sallallahu ala nabil ummiyyi fi amani lama assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.